Kalen's Coffee Talk is a CastBox original produced alongside with Studio 71. CastBox is the fastest growing, highest rated podcast app on both iOS and Android, where you can find all of your favorite podcasts. Now, obviously, you can listen to my coffee talks wherever you get your podcasts, but I hope that you'll give CastBox a try because I think it's the bee's knees. So with that, pour yourself a cup and let's get to it. We can't be afraid of change. You may feel very secure in the pond that you are in, but if you never venture out of it, you will never know that there is such thing as an ocean, a sea. Holding on to something that is good for you now may be the very reason why you don't have something better. See Joy Bell, see. Hey guys, what's up? And welcome back to another episode of Coffee Talk for today. I'm finally back at home. I feel like I've been away for an eternity. It's so weird being back at home and making coffee at home again, like using my French press and trying to talk over the sirens going on in the background right now. It truly does feel good to be home. For today's Coffee Talk podcast, I decided that I wanted to talk about something that's been weighing on my life as per usual, you know, just always picking topics that are somehow relevant to what my mind has been kind of thinking about or casting on lately. And one of the biggest themes that I feel like I've been going on at least over the last month or so for me is control and learning how to almost balance control, let go of the things that I don't have control over, kind of accept the way that I think, I guess, about the things that I do have control over and all of that nitty gritty. It's weird because one of the biggest things I feel like I really came to terms with on that trip I was on when I was out on the West Coast um, was basically my need for controlling everything. I think I talked to you guys a lot about this before going on that trip and even just in general with friends and family. I wouldn't go as far as saying I was struggling. I would just say that I felt super overwhelmed. Like I felt as if the whole world was on a treadmill and I was trying so hard to catch up, but it was like I could never catch my breath. And feeling so overwhelmed was something that I thought was stemming from the fact that I was behind. And so I kept on pushing and forcing more and just expecting more of myself and also trying to control everything. Like to the point that I thought I needed to control how, you know, what time I woke up in the mornings or how much work I got done that day. And it got to the point that I I stopped being able to balance my life and I started trying to control everything in a way that I could only do things that somehow benefited my future and it pulled me so far out of the present and put so much pressure on my shoulders that I was unable to enjoy my life. Like honestly, pulling myself away from it all and being away for those three weeks really made me realize that there is nothing that we necessarily have to do. There is nothing that we truly do have control over. The whole world is just happening and we trick ourselves into believing we have control over it. But the only things that we do have control over is ourselves and the way that we choose to look at everything and the way that we choose to live our lives. And so 
especially when I find I'm in moods and this happened to me towards the end of my trip, you know, where you've just, you haven't been home in a while, you're a little sleep deprived, you haven't been eating as healthy because you've been on a vacation, I guess, of sorts. And you start feeling some type of way and then you get down on yourself for feeling that way and then think that you have control over that. And it's just so crazy how quickly releasing our sense of control and letting go and letting life kind of just take us sometimes brings so much joy and infuses so much more energy back into our lives. And that's going to be what I talk about today. Just the other night after um, what I would say is the most incredible Taylor Swift concert I've ever been to, I was walking Bentley at the end of the concert and my sister and her boyfriend were still in my apartment. And as I was walking, I was having just, you know, late night thoughts as I was (laughs) walking Bentley, another thing that I tend to do quite often. And I was thinking about just my trip because it was the first day I'd been home and I was extremely sleep deprived. I skipped a whole night's worth of sleep coming home. And so by the time we went to the concert, I had been awake for almost, I would say, 48 hours having taken an hour nap. Just to give you guys a background story. So I was feeling a little loopy at the concert. We had had some wine. It was a good vibe. But by the time I was walking Bentley, I was just having so many feels hit me, you know, where you're just like, you're so tired and so out of it and just everything just feels so extra. That was me. And as I was walking him, I was thinking about the whole trip and just how at the end of it, there were so many things that I felt like I had learned and brought home with me, but there was also a part of me that was just this tiny, tiny inkling of a feeling that there was just still one thing I hadn't fully grasped yet. And as I was walking and I'm trying to figure this out and I'm trying to force this epiphany, I guess you could say, upon myself so that I would feel better, I looked up and was like, holy shiznits. The moon looks incredible right now. It was a half moon. Technically, it still is, actually. It's the last quarter moon right now. And it was so big because obviously we're we're dipping into August now. So the moon is just huge and gigantic and beautiful. And I've been super obsessed with the moon lately. And I just got a moon tattoo, if you guys didn't know that. Like, it's just been a theme. And so I Googled it while I was walking Bentley. What is the last quarter moon? I read a book about all the phases of the moon and what they're supposed to symbolize, but I couldn't remember what exactly this exact phase was. And as I pulled it up, it was just such a revelation. If you look up what the last quarter moon means, it is a time to let go and to release and to forgive anything and everyone that you may feel has hurt you in any way. It's a time of emptying ourselves and allowing the universe to take over or whatever you trust in with your faith. It's totally out of your hands and no action is needed from you. That is what it says when you look up what that phase of the moon means. And it hit me with so much force because... It was like I was trying to do the exact opposite. I was trying to put everything in my hands. I was trying to control everything. I was trying to have my hand in so many cookie jars and making sure that I was stirring so many pots and doing so many things when literally the moon is screaming at me to just let go and just let the universe take over for a few days even and just relax. And ever since that night, I have felt so different. And hopefully in just hearing those words, you might feel inspired to kind of just let go a little bit too. And if not, then just keep listening because we're going to get more into it. The thing is, is that when we try too hard to control and to force everything, we burn out and we spin out of control. We feel like the whole world is just so complicated, so fast moving, and we just can never catch up. And it is something that 
we do to ourselves because we try to control way too many things. And when we're trying to control way too many things, first of all, our brain is in way too many places at once. Second of all, we suddenly have this expectation of ourselves, of other people, of our life, of the universe, of everything that goes on. And when we don't hit those expectations right away, we're constantly just anticipating. And that anticipation is pulling us into a future. And not into the present. And when we're pulled into the future, we're either having a fear that it's not going to live up to what we want it to be, a fear that we're not going to be as good as we thought it would be, or even just an excitement that is so high of the future that we're not actually enjoying the present. And then thus, we are taking so much out of the present to control what we want to see in our future. Does that make sense? I don't know. I'm kind of rambling, so hopefully you guys are following. But Long story short, I think that when we try too hard to control everything, we are so hyper aware of everything that it's so much easier to feel overwhelmed. I think we need to find a balance between the things that we do have control over and the things that we don't. And this was even a running theme for me at the beginning of the year when I first started to kind of get really into changing my life in 2018. I feel like it was such a theme for me to decide what I was going to have control over and what I wasn't. And it worked really well for me at the beginning of the year, but time tends to pull us out of certain mindsets and that's totally normal. So as the year started to go on and I started to feel super inspired and excited, I took that inspiration and that excitement and started to load up my plate a lot. And as I was loading up my plate, I decided that there was so much control I could have in everything. And in thinking that, I put all of this pressure on myself to suddenly feel like I needed to slay everything all the time. I needed to be perfect, I guess you could say. I had this image of perfection and it was something that came from a good place. Like I was just feeling inspired by life and I thought that in perfection, I could be okay with imperfection. In trying to be perfect, I was kind of accepting that imperfection is part of being perfect. But slowly as the year went by, I started to take away from that. I started to think, no, that's not true. I have to do this right. I have to perfect this. I need to do this. I, ideas would pop into my mind. And instead of being realistic about it, I would think, oh, okay, I'm going to do this, 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 and this. And I'm going to try and get all of them done while trying to also, you know, run every day and do yoga every day and meditate every day and floss every day. And slowly but surely, I fell out of balance without even realizing it. And then I was so confused as to why I fell out of balance because it wasn't like my intentions weren't good. It wasn't that I wasn't trying to be in balance, but what I couldn't see because I was so deep into it is that in trying to control everything I was doing all the time and in trying to basically manipulate my entire life to look the way that I thought it should, I was pulling all of the joy out of my life and all of the balance out of my life by just accepting what is. By basically letting go of control, taking every moment that arrived and thinking, okay, now what can I do with this? Instead of thinking that I had to create every moment in my life. It's crazy when you start to think of it, the things that we do have control over versus the things that we don't. 
because ultimately it challenges us to trust the universe and it challenges us to trust ourselves and to trust other people. And trusting is something that is really hard to do if you've ever been faced with any kind of letdown in your life. Because if you've been let down before by other people, if you've been let down by yourself, if you've been let down by even just the circumstances of your life, the hand of cards that was dealt to you, that instantly makes you want to be untrusting because it's sucked before, so it might suck again. And Instead, the only way that you can flip that into a sense of trust is, okay, but even when your life did kind of suck, like nobody wants their life to suck, but even when it did feel that way, what did it teach you? Was there anything you could pull from the things in your life that weren't so great that can make you fall into a sense of trust when even though things might not be going exactly the way you want it, maybe the universe or maybe whatever it is you believe in is trying to show you or tell you something which thus can let you relax into even when life isn't that great. One of the craziest feelings I think I've ever felt, I was in a weird mood and I was just feeling a little, not sad, I was just, you know, not as happy as I thought I should be, but I decided to just let go and be whatever I felt that day. I was like, you know what? I'm not sad. I'm not happy. I'm just kind of chilling in the middle. I'm not feeling super optimistic, but I'm also not feeling super pessimistic. I'm just being today. And instead of thinking, no, that's not acceptable. I need to force myself into being in a super duper great mood and being super optimistic today. I decided instead to just release and let go and just be in the mood I was in and stop trying to micromanage myself and stop trying to control everything so much. And by the end of the day, I had naturally grown into a more optimistic point of view because I wasn't forcing it upon myself. When I say challenging your trust, automatically the word challenge comes with thoughts of force and energy and, you know, determination and all of that that makes you want to force. But when I say challenge, the biggest challenge is actually just relaxing into it, letting go, realizing that we don't have control and it's okay. And it's crazy because the parallel of realizing that you don't have control puts you in way more of a sense of control mindset because you start to realize the things that you can manipulate and change, the things that you can work in your favor, and the things that you just have to let be. And it's so crazy once you see it and once you realize it, because once you tap into that energy and once you tap into that flow, that mindset, that ease of comfort when you let time just do its thing and you stop worrying about it. You let the whole world just keep spinning and you just do the best you can to stay afloat but enjoy the ride. Then suddenly the whole world just makes so much more sense and you feel so much more blissed out by your life. You just feel like, okay, whatever. I've got things to do, but that's fine. It doesn't mean I need to freak out. doesn't mean I need to perfect it. Just take it one step, one breath at a time and release any control you think you have over whatever's going to happen and accept whatever does. I feel like the more I continuously talk about this, the more it almost feels like I'm overcomplicating it. Trust me, it's simple. Just give it a try. Like just just right now, whatever you felt like you had to control today, whatever you felt like you had to just make happen, is there any way that you can just be like, you know what? I'm just going to let go of this for a minute and just see how that feels. Just tap into the mindset of, Either way, it'll get done at some point and I'm just going to relax into the unknown. I'm going to feel okay with being in an in-between and understanding that I have no control over when I'm going to be on the other side. 
just just ease into that for a minute. And while you do, I'm going to dip off and allow you guys to hear some great messages from the lovely sponsors that are allowing this podcast episode to be here today. These days, you can practically get everything you want on demand. Like my podcast, for instance. You can listen to it whenever you want and when it's convenient for you. But did you know that you can even get postage on demand? All you need is stamps.com. With stamps.com, you can access all of the service of the post offices right from your desk. They're available 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and all you have to do is click print and mail and you're done. Using something like stamps.com makes sending out letters to you guys. And once the catcher comes out, the ones that are getting the signed copies, it's going to be just super easy for me to print out everything I need and just mail it right away and that's why i would recommend giving it a try for you guys myself it's so old school to mail things you know like when was the last time you had a pen pal and right now if you guys use the code coffee talk you're gonna get a four week trial which includes postage and the digital scale so don't wait go to stamps.com and before you do anything else click on the radio microphone up at the top of the home page and type in coffee talk that's stamps.com and enter coffee talk Hiring is challenging, but there's one place where you can go where hiring becomes simple, fast, and smart. A place where growing businesses connects to qualified candidates. And that place is ZipRecruiter.com slash coffee. ZipRecruiter sends your job to over 100 of the web's leading job boards, but they don't just stop there. With their powerful matching technology, ZipRecruiter scans thousands of resumes to find the right experience and invite them to apply to your job. ZipRecruiter is so effective that 80% of employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. With results like that, it's no wonder that ZipRecruiter is the highest rated hiring site in America. And right now, my listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free at this exclusive web address. It's ZipRecruiter com slash coffee. That's Z-I-P-R-E-C-R-U-I-T-E-R.com slash C-O-F-F-E-E. ZipRecruiter.com slash coffee. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. When it comes to control, I feel like we need to just accept that there are certain things we're never going to have control over and there's certain things we always can have control over. So starting with the things that we don't, we don't have control over what people are going to say about us. We don't have control about what people are going to think about us. We don't have control over what's going to happen the second we step outside our door. Even just the other day, this is a crazy thought, but I'm going to share it with you guys because I feel like it's super relevant to what's going on in our world right now. I went to the Taylor Swift concert, as I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast with my sister, and it was one of the best concerts I have ever been to. I, again, was super sleep deprived and a little loopy. And anyone that deals with anxiety might understand this, but there was a solid second where I was in the washroom and I heard the song kind of just stop in the middle and I couldn't hear well enough to hear what was going on. And I heard this funny voice go over the, the PA system and a girl walked by the bathroom going, what's going on? And for some reason, my mind went to worst case scenario. And I was like, oh, my God, something's going down. Like, And it's crazy because automatically I felt super anxious. And with all of just like, you know, the terrorism attacks and just crazy things going on in our world and even just the crazy things going on in Toronto lately, there's been a few attacks. And it's not far off to assume at something like in a big event 
things like that can happen. And it's so outside of our control that for a solid, like, I'm going to say five minutes, I felt so anxious that I almost was like, I don't know if I can, I don't know if I can go back to the concert. Like, I don't know if I can go back to my seat. Like, what if something happens? I had to kind of pull myself out of that mindset or else I knew I was going to ruin my night. I knew I was just going to spend my night anxious and I was going to feel weird and constantly waiting for something bad to happen. And that is not what I wanted to do. I was at Taylor Swift. Okay. I love Taylor Swift. I've been a Swifty. My whole, my high school bedroom had Taylor Swift all over the walls to the point of embarrassment. So I was like, you know what? I'm not going to do that to myself. How can I make sure that I'm out of this mindset? And I realized that I had to accept that I had no control over what was going to happen. There's a pretty good chance nothing's going to happen, but there is a slim chance something could happen. I needed to accept that that was a possibility and accept that I played no role in the control over that happening in order to let go of it and enjoy my night. And it was such a hard thing to do. But at the same time, the minute it happened, I realized how simple it was. Honestly, I I just had to ask myself what someone would tell me because ultimately I knew I myself felt anxious. So I was like, what would Eckhart Tolle tell me if he was here right now, which is so lame. But I literally thought about it. He's an author of the book I'm reading, A Brand New Earth, and also The Power of Now, where he talks about being conscious and present and all of that. And I was like, if Eckhart Tolle was here right now, he would be so unshooketh by the thought of something going down because he would think, you know what? If it happens, then so be it then that is my level of consciousness and I will deal with it when it comes, which is so funny, but that is literally what my brain went to. And that is the fastest and the only way I came out of that mindset and had the best night of my life. It's so crazy when you realize like people are gonna talk about you. Bad things are gonna happen. Things go wrong every single day. They don't need to always go right. And they always teach us something when they do go wrong. So accept that and know that you don't need to control it anymore. You don't need to try to control it anymore. You don't need to try and make everything amazing, happy, optimistic, positive, or even just safe. Because if I would have let that fear of something bad happening and feeling unsafe out in public keep me from being at that concert, then I wouldn't leave my apartment ever again. And then there's also another side to that, and that's the things that we do have control over. I wrote a list out once of things that we do have control over to my blog, and it was like, you know, you have control over the foods you eat, you have control over the exercise you do, you have control over the mindset you have, you have control over how much you meditate. And these are things that, even though I believe that these are all positive things and things that we should take into our own hands because they are our own responsibility, I also think that we can fall out of balance with those things. And that is something that did happen to me. I started to become so obsessed with controlling all of the positive things I was trying to do with my life that I realized that they weren't even a positive thing anymore. That sense of needing to do it all the time made it so that I felt so overwhelmed of the control I was trying to have over myself and the control I was trying to have over my life that I wasn't even enjoying these things that were supposed to be healthy and positive for me anymore. I don't think it's so black and white. I don't think that there is a list I can give you that says, okay, follow these instructions and you'll always be in a good balance of control with your life. I think that it ultimately comes down to your own sense of judgment. And that is something that I've been trying to work on lately. Even just at the end of my trip, I knew that I hadn't done yoga in over a week. I knew that I was eating kind of crappy because, you know, I was with my family. Like we were going out to eat 
lunches and we were making dinners and we were all drinking and just enjoying each other's company. And that is how I learned to trust my own judgment when I had a moment and thought to myself, you know what? I know at the end of this trip, I'm going to go home back to my Toronto apartment. I'm going to work out again. I'm going to get back into my yoga flow every day. I'm going to meditate every day. And I'm probably going to go right back to eating Buddha bowls and tacos on the weekend. So why can't I just let myself enjoy this indulgence, you know, take a few days to just be with family, drink a little more than I'm used to, eat a little bit more sweet potato fries than on a daily basis that I'm used to, and just enjoy that sense of not needing to control so much. And in doing that, I found a sense of bliss and happiness that if I didn't do that, I was going to ruin the last few days of being with my family because I was trying to control this, you know, image I had of myself of, I always eat healthy. I always work out. I do yoga every day. Like that is too controlling. I needed to just let go and let myself enjoy my life. And so that is the piece of advice I would give you. If you're trying to figure out where you fall on the spectrum, like are you being too controlling or do you need to step up and start taking more control of your life? My piece of advice to you is to ask yourself how happy do you feel because if you're over controlling then you're automatically going to feel tired you're going to feel stressed out and you're going to feel out of tune with your life and if you're not taking enough control of your life you're going to feel lazy you're going to feel like you're overindulged and things that should be making you feel really happy like you know a good takeout meal or being around like good friends and family or even just the odd drink every now and then isn't going to make you feel good anymore because you aren't taking the good kind of control of your life. So that would be my piece of advice if you're trying to figure out, okay, where do I fall on the control spectrum and what way should I be leaning towards? It's crazy little tricks that our brains like to play in us and thinking that we have some sort of control over the outcomes of our lives. The thing is, is that automatically the only thing you ever do truly have control over is this moment right now. The moment that happened five minutes ago was five minutes ago and it's gone. You'll never be able to change it. And the moment that's coming, the moment an hour from now, a day from now, a year from now, you don't have control over that either because it's not here yet. You can't do anything with that. The only thing you do have control over is this exact second ticking by right now. You can control whether you decide to put this podcast down and go work out, put this podcast down, go for a nap, or just go on with your life and let the universe decide with what your day is going to bring to you next. It's crazy, but it's true. It's something that when you realize it, you fall into a flow and think, okay, realistically, nothing ever needs to be controlled outside of this present moment. And that includes even how you react to things outside of your control. When somebody writes something mean about me on my video, in that present moment, I don't have control over what that person said, but I have control over how I decide to react or if I decide to react. Sometimes I don't because it's just not worth my time. Other times when I do feel like, you know what, this is a sense of energy that I feel like I can't put down, then I react to it by being kind of funny with it. I try and find a positive spin or a funny joke or if it's something that actually did really get to me somehow, somehow my ego took a hit or it starts to make me feel a little self-conscious, then I decide to go to a friend or family member and vent it out a little bit and they kind of put my head back on straight. But ultimately in that moment, that decision is the only thing that I have control over in that present state of mind. And that is something that if you realize that it should make you feel really good because it lets go of trying to control how your past had already turned out or what your future might look like. All you need to control is this moment right now. And automatically you can take every sense of control you have and decide to just throw it to the wind and think whatever comes, comes, whatever goes, goes. And that is a good feeling. 
We can work our hardest, we can set our aims, and we can head in certain directions, but we need to feel comfortable with accepting any outcome that shows up at our front door and taking with it and making lemonade, you know? When you fall into that mindset, when you realize and accept that no matter how hard you work, no matter what you think should come of your life, no matter who you think you are, You can still accept any outcome. You can still accept no matter what shows up because automatically you're safe. You're always going to be safe because you've always got your own back. And even if, let's say, (laughs) the worst of worst could happen, like let's roll back to that Taylor Swift mindset where I was at the concert and let's say, heaven forbid, I'm ever in a situation where something like that does go down. I know that in that moment, I'm just going to have to accept that that is what's happening and accept that even in the worst of worst, I can be present and I can be in the moment. And let's say, heaven forbid, I'm sorry, I'm going to get morbid, but my life gets slipped away from my hands in those moments. I die young, you know? That's so morbid, but just hear me out for a second. I want to know that I lived every single moment leading up to it to its fullest so that even if that happens, I can part peacefully knowing, okay, I played a role on this earth. I played a role in this life and this is how I go. And I have accepted that too. And ultimately, I think in realizing and letting go of that fear, that is how you completely master the sense of controlling what is uncontrollable and accepting life for exactly what it is. There you have it. That is my coffee talk of the day and all of the latest inspirations I've been feeling on control. I hope you guys enjoyed. Lately, I've been writing out these podcast episodes a bit differently where I don't really script anything. I've just been putting very minimal point forms and letting the mad libs just kind of arise from the depths of inside, like as if we really were just sitting and having a conversation. You know, I wouldn't be scripting a conversation if I was sitting in front of you. So instead, I've just been putting point forms and just kind of literally freestyling whatever comes up to mind. So I hope you guys have been enjoying it because I find that it makes the episodes flow a bit better. But let me know what you think ultimately either way. And if you guys have any, you know, topics you want me to dive into for future podcast episodes, definitely let me know. So with that, I leave you guys here and I'll talk to you guys all next Monday. Bye guys.